It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Crawfish cuts off its own claw just to survive being boiled alive. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All right, Kevin, let's do some news. Uh, by the way, last week to qualify for the Luke Bryan flyaway to Vegas. So we'll do extra qualifications for you today, including when we play a little Beat the Show later on. Drew Timmy, he plays for your Gonzaga Bulldogs. He was named a preseason first-team All-American yesterday. That's cool. By the Associated Press. Is that uh, more than once, right? Uh, was he a preseason? Mm. Jay, I can't remember if he was last year or not. Maybe second team. Okay. He's first team this year. There's only five guys who make it. Because that's how many people are on the court. You know, Kentucky, North Carolina, Houston, and Indiana. Those are the other you know, players from those teams. So very well done, Drew Timmy. Another award as he heads into the season where we're expecting great things from Drew Timmy. And that's all exciting. But I'm not going to but there's some news about Drew Timmy that we heard from a very is this how do they always say this inside sources uh, or a reliable source or, sources close to Drew. Timmy. Oh, there you go. That's the best one. Yeah, uh-huh. sources close to Drew. Timmy. Close to Drew. Timmy. We heard maybe a little something, and I'm not going to say who this audio is from. Just like this person doesn't say Drew Timmy's name, but oh, I was yeah. able to connect the dots. Ah, got it. Okay. I'm not going to say, but there's a certain. Um, National Player of the Year candidate that was having a having a hell of a time <laughs> connecting in slow pitch softball, <laughs> swing and a miss. So I'd spend the first five minutes of practice just explaining to him, like, "Are you kidding me? Just watch <laughs> just, the ball. Just hit it. Like, yeah. just, just hit it. Yeah. How do you not get that? Anyway, we got to get uh, the basketball here. But how can you not make contact? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's slow pitch. It's coming slow in. Pitch. How fast so, is it coming in on slow pitch? Not very slow. It's slow. It's, it's slow. very slow, Jay. It's it's big. Um, the ball is big. It's not as big as a basketball, but it's big. Of the people listening right now, have probably hit a slow pitch softball. Uh huh. You're better than Drew Timmy, apparently. Well, apparently, because that is the uh, the story we heard, anyways. Yeah, elite that, athlete. This is an unrelated thing, but Coach Few stopped by the food drive and was talking oh, to us he? about. Oh. He found out the team had an intramural. Softball team. Unrelated to the story we uh-huh. just told. That's right. And he was saying how his son Joe, who is also a Gonzaga Bulldog, mm-hmm. got injured in that softball game yeah. as he slid into home plate yeah, and separated his shoulder. So he's out for a few weeks. He missed craziness in the kennel, which that's is a bummer, a bummer yeah. because as a walk-on kid, that's like your one moment to shine and you get to play quite a bit. But he didn't get to play. And then it just kind of turned into... I forgot you know, to ask, was he safe? He was safe. Okay, he gave yeah. them the go-ahead run. Okay, good. Yeah. And uh, that was it. Yeah, they ended up winning. Mm. Well, there you go. That's all that matters. go to the playoffs, which playoffs. they, I don't think, got to play in because Coach said, no, you're done. Yeah. You're not. You guys. Right. Guys. Yeah, this is silly. You're is not silly. playing intramural softball. Yeah. Well, it's not like you're going to get hurt. Look at Joe's shoulder. Right. Uh, and also, Drew, it doesn't sound like you should have been playing. Yeah, I feel like that. Surprise. Does it surprise you? Uh, 6'10 makes it hard, right? I don't know. I don't, it doesn't. I'm not, no, I'm well, not. you know why? Because we asked Coach who were the best <laughs> softball players who got the love, 
And he said Anton Watson right. got a lot of love. Anton Watson's like 6'9". He apparently could hit the ball real well. Yeah, he was fine. Drew just, I meant the stash got in the way. Is I don't it? know what happened. I mean, he seemed big Texas boy. Seems like he would be maybe strong and would just hit it out of the well, park. He probably is strong, Kevin. I'm sure if he connected it. Right. Connected with it, it would be a big hit. Just had trouble connecting. So There's there you something... go. That is breaking news. All we hear are the good things about Drew Timmy. We finally got some, you know, he does have a weakness. Slow pitch softball. There is nothing better when you're playing slow pitch softball. Nothing better than when someone swings as hard as they can and misses. That is the biggest laugh you will get right. your entire it's, life. I just picture the other players laughing so oh hard. Oh, my gosh. And the field, the players in the field. I mean, I've played a lot of slow pitch softball. Somebody swings and misses, and you're in the field. We usually take our gloves off and just lay them on the ground and go, oh, well, we're not going to need that then, I guess. And good to hear that Coach Few was spending like five minutes at the beginning of practice to write him. writing him about it and <laughs> then saying, okay, well, we got to get the basketball. But seriously, how could you not hit a slow-pitch softball, I love that. Drew? That's Just so great. watch it and then hit it. Unrelated story, Coach Few making fun of him. That's right. Story number two. Source is close to him. Uh, he was a unanimous, by the way, unanimous first-team selection. Ooh, that's awesome. So that's very impressive for Drew. Very good at basketball. Very bad at softball. <laughs> Drew Timmy also seems like a guy who would eat a steak. Uh, yeah. You were born and raised in Texas. You know a good steak when you see one. There's a new survey out about steaks. And, Jay, I will ask you this question. You and I go on a date, and we're sitting down we, we, at the restaurant. We, let's just go out to dinner. Nah, we're going on a date, bud. We go on a date, and we sit down, and it's at a steak, big fancy steak place. And we're going to get a steak. How are you ordering it? How would you like your steak cooked, uh, Mr. Daniels? make a lot of people angry. This is going to make a... Oh, gosh. I hear people yelling already. Medium well. <sighs> you ruined it! You're a terrible person! 75% of Never men say if they again. go out to dinner, they would like a good steak. 65% of women said same thing. Uh-huh. A great steak is the best meal you can go out for. Okay. Five and ten people, that's half of them, say they would be critical of anyone ordering a steak that is cooked well done. Okay. Men I, more than women, of course. Sure, of course. We're judgy. I get it. Of those 50% of people, another 60% of them said it could be a deal breaker on going on another wow. date with yeah. someone well done is if they different. took their steak well done. Now, Even I am Jay, starting to edge more toward medium. It used to you. be that medium was so... I mean, it only takes a few times for that to ruin. Somebody doesn't do medium the way you think medium should be done to make me go medium well because I was always like, oh, I'd rather have a little more than a little less. I, I do understand that. And I think if you're at a... Let's say you went to... Fancier the restaurant, the more yes. red or pink medium is. I was going to just call out a restaurant, and I'm glad you stopped me. We'll just not use names. But I was going to say, like the truck stop restaurant. Maybe go medium well there. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's fancy or because they just don't know how to cook it? The truck stop restaurant is not fancy. I But I think the fancier restaurant's going to have less. It's going to be gonna cooked less. They're going to do it right. No, I think they're going to do it right. Yeah, but their right is rare. 
Yeah. I the future's house going to burn it. CJ, that's why I would go. I see what you're saying. You're saying back off at the truck stop. Yeah, because the truck stop's going to burn it anyway. They're I not, just always gonna know if I'm going to get a steak at a fancy place. Also, I've never had a steak at a truck stop. I will ask for, you've never been to Iron Skillet? Uh, no, I don't think so. All the years of your father-in-law driving Chicken semi. fried steak, bro. Uh, well, what are you talking about? Yeah. It doesn't have gravy on it. Why are you okay. eating at a truck stop? It's a good point. <laughs> He's Very good point. That. I don't know why. That used to be uh, Grandpa Bob's. He loved going to... Wait, where's the Iron Skillet? Iron Skillet is at Petro's, I believe. Okay, yeah, I don't know that one. Petro Truck Stops? Yeah, I, d- I don't know that one. It's. But if I do eat you, a steak at a crust, you should uh, try it. Stop. I'm going to tell you, it's a, it's a heck of a steak. Chicken fried steak or nothing. Surprise you. The chicken fried steak is a great truck stop oh, order. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. A very good truck stop. I actually want one of those right now. I won't order a steak unless it's at a steakhouse. Okay. I just don't, I don't ever care yeah. to get a steak. I'm going to order something else every single time. Chicken. Uh, yeah. I don't know, a pork log. I'll, I'll try pretty much pork anything log. except for a steak. And now if I'm in a steakhouse, I'm getting a steak, and I'm getting it. How do you eat your pork log? Pork log. Raw, raw, raw. I don't know. No. You don't get to order your pork log that way. Oh, I just. I think pork you have to cook to a certain temperature. Oh, yeah. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. I'm Please. sitting over here and listening to this. Go ahead, Kevin. Kevin James. Go to the left leg. Go down all the way to the very bottom into the foot. No, not the ankle. Go to the foot. No, relieve the pain. So hang on. You were just telling your med- the, the pain terminator where to where go to go. your foot. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Chances to qualify for the Luke Bryan Flyway. In fact, we'll do one right after our listener letter. We'll give you a chance to qualify since it's the last week this week. Luke Bryan in Vegas. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Time to help out uh, a friend in the audience. Guys, I'm not sure if it's okay to read this. I'm only 16. We've decided it's okay. I have a question that I could use some real advice on, and I thought this might work. I hate my name. I don't want to tell you my name either because there aren't too many of us in the world. I've told my parents I can't stand it numerous times and have tried to change it to different nicknames. A group of my friends calls me by a nickname, but my parents always correct them. It's a family name and they love it. The name leads to a lot of jokes and appropriate comments, and it just kind of stinks. When I have told my parents, they just say, well, you need to be proud of your name and who you are. Don't let others bring you down. That's a reflection of them, not you. That's just so much easier said than done. Why can't they see my side of things? All right, 509-441-0999. Hey, Cloud. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing pretty swell. Just on my way to work. Hold you, on. You Cloud, a- do you have any idea about having a unique name? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I could definitely relate to how she's feeling right now. So your name is Cloud. and yes. which So first of all, people probably ask more than once when they say, hey, man, what's your name? And you say Cloud, and they probably say, what was it? Because they didn't, don't know that they yeah. heard it right. Oh, yeah. 
And you may or may not have people make fun of you at some point. Well, when you were younger, oh, probably. Oh, my goodness. School was great. <laughs> Going through school was great. <laughs> Going through school was so, great. So what is your advice to this 16-year-old girl? Um, so, yeah, you can you, – you probably do hate your name. I mean, I've hated my name for 22 years mm-hmm. just due to all the bullying that comes along with it. But, it, hey, it happens. You don't really get the choice of it. Uh, I've tried going through – like going by my middle name, which is Aaron, for okay. the longest time. But every time I introduce myself to somebody as Aaron, my family's got to find a way to mess it up and bring out my real name. Right. <laughs> but honestly, you just learn to love it and you have to go by it. You don't really get a choice um, unless you go the legal way and go and change it. Now, I, but, there's no. a question for you, Aaron. Or Sorry, Cloud. <laughs> I got you. So if you say, I want to be Aaron, right, and you, and you yeah. just call yourself that, I mean, I know plenty of people – who use middle names? Middle names. Yeah, yeah. In fact, like two of the guys that I used to golf with all the time always use their middle names. But you, when they go home, they're called by their, you know, Christian name. So, yeah. have you thought about doing that, or or now you're to the point where you're old enough where you're like, you know what, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, I'm at that point. I, I I've gone through everything through school, getting called clown instead of cloud, and oh, clown. Whole ten yards, and uh, I mean teachers do it too, bro. Oh, to really? Yeah, like on purpose. They, they, that seems no. Weird. They don't actually believe my name is Cloud, and they go like clown. Like, no, oh it's cloud. Like, yeah. It's so, cloud. I don't know. How, <laughs> but I mean, my dad was a huge Final Fantasy geek, and you know. It's just something that I have to deal with. Yeah. So do you think now that you're 22, you look back on it, and as much as you've wanted to change it over the years, you'd maybe say to her that wait it out and see if you learn to love it a little more? Yeah, exactly, because you will learn to love it. I mean, like trying to go by something else when somebody's known you by a name for 20-plus years or just know you by that you, you, you just kind of learn to love it you can't really change it even especially for other people because they're so used to calling you your regular name right yeah and i think nicknames are, are kind of weird too because i feel like a lot of times with nicknames certain people will call you that nickname and it, it doesn't really matter that's just what they are going to call you yeah like exactly. you can't really change that either you know you just it's just a nickname and you can say hey i don't like being called that but sometimes people just do it anyway yeah, exactly like my dad calls me chowder Chowder. Okay. I don't, do I want to know or not know? No. Um, okay. I, now I, I don't know where it came from. He just started calling me Chowder after a while. <laughs> so it works. Funny. All right. Thanks, Cloud. Thanks, buddy. We'll yeah, see you. No problem. Take care, man. There's some good names on Facebook who have commented. Oh, and man. the funny thing about Facebook is you see their name. And Cora Lee said, I hated my name growing up. Now, as an adult, I definitely don't hate it. You kind of learn to love the fact that you're unique. Not the case for everyone. Lakeisha says, my mother and father gave me my name. I get a lot of crap for it. I've been told so many times that it doesn't match me. It's extremely irritating. I can understand where you're coming from, but at 16, wait to change your name. Give it some time. See what you think. Maybe when you're 18... You know, you you think about it and go, okay, legally I want to change it. She said, however, it is kind of a pain going through uh, that yeah, process. Yeah. So a lot of people are just saying, you know, try to give it a chance. And 
let your friends keep calling you the nickname. Yeah. Your closest friends, let them call you your nickname. Your parents are going to correct them. I think that will never change, right? Oh, for sure, yeah. Parents love the name. They're never That's why change. they chose it. Yep. So you kind of at 16, like, everything's magnified. But that doesn't help her right now knowing that. She's just going to, you know, because you know how that is. You're like, well, every day feels like a year sometimes. So try to ride it out. And enjoy, enjoy the nickname. Hopefully they gave you one that you enjoy. Everyone seems to say the same thing that, you know, kids in school are brutal. And the problem oh, is the kids in school already know your name. So even if you change it for the last two years of high school, they're probably not changing it. They're probably still going to say your name because they know it. Uh, yeah. And on the text line, my name is Rumor. I used to hate that. Now I love it. Just takes time. You'll realize it's better and it's being unique. There you go. Well, I think there's a lot of people that with weird names, unique names, not weird names. I shouldn't say yeah, that. Yeah, just unusual. Yeah. Uh, Dawn says, My name is Dawn. The crack of Dawn jokes really do oh, get old. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dang it. But after a while, you just kind of learn to embrace it. <laughs> so true. What time do you get up, Dawn? Oh, can you just imagine? Like we may or Jay and Kevin show Jay Daniels. I just wanted you to know. <laughs> Kevin James. I said they go, guys. You might want to check that. I'm not sure the shameless one was even me. The Jay and Kevin show on the Big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. More chances to qualify for the flyaway. To Vegas for Luke Bryan on the way. And Ali just qualified. Also coming up for Beat the Show, your chance to win a $20 gift card to Killer Burgers. That's coming up at 820. Yum, yum. In the meantime, let's do a little entertainment news. Uh, did you uh, listen to your favorite show over the weekend? My favorite show? Oh, The Country Countdown with Lon Helton. You blew it, didn't you? I did not hear you it blew on it. Sunday, Jay. Oh. Uh, it was... Some, I was about ready to go. So, oh, I was coming home from my brother's house, and it was just a oh, little family pictures. early. Yeah, we did. We just had to get together because my mom was leaving for Arizona. Yeah, that makes sense. And then anytime we have a family get together, before my mom leaves, it's become a yearly thing. My sister says, well, you know, we should get pictures. Oh, that's great. So we just did it, you know, like my son did the pictures. So it was sure. nothing official, but it turned out great. Yeah, I see what it you're was saying. Fun. Yeah. So at least take pictures. On the way home, Jay, it was very close to country countdown time, six to nine on Sundays. And I thought about waiting in my car a little longer just so I could hear it, but I didn't. Well, he uh, broke the news on Sunday, and that's why I was wondering if you hadn't heard about Morgan Wallen talking about his new album. Ooh. I mean, that was I, that's a big I, story that was broken on Sunday night by Lon Helton, yes. and I was expecting you to you know have all the info on that. Jay, I heard that Morgan had said he's halfway done writing his new album. Well, here it is right now. I had to dig through the audio. In the middle? I don't know exactly. Do you have all the songs, just haven't recorded them yet, or you're still writing for it? Or I definitely have enough songs. I still got a couple more things I think I probably want to say and want to write. Yeah. So hopefully get that done in the next month or two, and then, then you know, I don't know exactly. I won't have the whole record done. I just mean get, get, my, get what I need to say done and, you know, that written in the next month or two, and then just grinded out, so I don't know exactly, uh, and they've got me on a timeline, but mm-hmm. that don't mean I'm a follower. <laughs> Some, but uh, to be fair, you do got to you do got to put them out. You know? yeah, I understand that, that does got to happen. You, you do got to put them out. 
Yeah. yeah. To have people buy your records and play your music, remember, you folks, out. you do got to put them out. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little something about Morgan Thanks, Waller. Morgan. He has become maybe my favorite artist. He's right there. That that Dangerous album won me over to a different level with him. and then Well, it won a lot of people over, Kevin. It was number yeah. one for 75 weeks in a row, when he, which is set a record, by the way. Yeah, when he also then released a few songs after that, like the uh, I Thought You Should Know. Mm-hmm. When he did the acoustic thing of that with his, you know, for his mom, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You just keep getting better. And then he released... I don't think Jesus Jesus does it that way. Yeah, you know they weren't singles on the radio, but everything he did, I was just like, "You have a magic touch, sir." Also, does and he has become one of my favorites? But he stinks at those interviews. I've Be- said it because one of my least favorite people to hear on with Lon Helton because he's just. Doesn't enunciate? You can't understand no, what he says? No, 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 no. Because I know you're not good with... Uh, I think because he got in trouble, and rightfully so, he you know said something stupid. So he's always and hedging? I just... Yeah, like he won't... Lo- like there at the end, he let loose a little bit, and it was fun. I just want him to be himself. Obviously, don't say anything stupid and get in trouble, but just loosen up, man. The last time he was on with Lon Helton, I was like, oh... So Gosh, boring. You're boring. Yeah. Just say something, Morgan. And everybody else who hosts it really seems to be entertaining. Lon does a great job of getting them to say things. A lot of those guys, you know, Kane Brown, you know, Morgan Wallen, they're on their when they're talking, there's always monotone and they're just kind of talking. And that does not help. You know, Chris Stapleton, I'm just, just talking and it's just, Yeah, but they say the interesting things like, at Whoa, least. Whoa, come on. Uh, Morgan, I just feel like, is very buttoned up right now, and I can't wait for him to unbutton. He uh, said, also said in the interview, he talks to Peyton Manning every week or so, because they're buddies, which okay. is weird. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee, I believe. Tennessee is, Connection. It's called Tennessee. And then um, he also We're said- talking Tennessee. And I quote- That's a Luke Morgan Wallen song. Yeah. I quote, my two-year-old ain't too good at talking yet. <laughs> I did see a hilarious video of his two-year-old the other day. Where they were on the stairs, it's on his Instagram, uh-huh. and they were on the stairs, and he was the two-year. They were singing the ABCs, uh-huh. so Morgan would try to sing it, and then he'd try to get the the two-year-old to sing it, and he just went off on a spew, a string of letters that were not the alphabet, and it made Morgan laugh a lot. Just randomly saying noises and sounds. Yeah, it was and one of those very cute ones. Also, you're like, you're, okay. you've missed so many stories. I'm very upset with you. You missed that story, and you didn't break that I news saw yesterday. That story. I just did not break it out yesterday. I, that's my fault. I should have done it. And then you also missed the fact that one of your many boys, I don't know how many boys you have now, like 100? Well, what do you have, 120 boys? Eric Church was my boy. And then you just Morgan started Wallen cheating on him. my boy. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Dirks Bentley's my boy. And? And Slim has appointed Mitchell Tenpenny my boy. Mitchell Tenpenny got married on Sunday and you didn't know. Oh, did he too? Your boy. What's her name? Uh, you can do gosh. it. She's a country singer. She's know, you know, she's a country singer. Mm-hmm. Not a well-known Cassidy country Cassidy Poe. No, God. I, I know just who randomly say Carly it. Pierce. No, yeah. Morgan? No, her name's not Morgan. Oh, you're close, Her name though. is like mm, that. Mm, Maddie? Meh. Meh. I know her name. Meg, Something Paige. You Meg. Gosh, no. No? Dude, Megan Patrick. Megan Patrick. Like, how did you not know that the world knows Megan Patrick? Dang it. So congratulations to Mitchell Tenpenny. Mm. And Megan Patrick, I hope. Megan Patrick. Now she's Megan Tenpenny, which is way better. I don't know that to be true.
She should be. Better? She wasn't that famous. Oh, so I don't know that that's Change really your what... name to Tenpenny. <laughs> and then you'd be it's more memorable. famous. Yeah, Mitchell and memorable. Megan is kind of cute. You know, Mitchell and Megan Tenpenny, that'd be kind of cool. It's very cute. Do a duet. Also, we wore a hat at his wedding. Baseball hat. Very popular, Jay. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of weddings this summer, and... He looks great I in it. By five of them, yeah. the guys got to wear hats. Usually no hair? Just rednecks. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean that with love, guys. Are you a redneck if you wear a baseball hat to get married in? Yeah. For sure? I'm I'm checking that off, yes. Okay. As, well, no, unless you're a baseball player. Like if Well, you, you're a disc jockey. You didn't wear headphones when you got married, did you? No, I didn't. But hmm. that's the only other thing I because I instantly be pictured okay. like a major leaguer and all of the guys are like his teammates or whatever. And so they all all the groomsmen wear, you know. Mariners hats because they all play for the Mariners. I would excuse that. You may not be a redneck. You Got may it. just be a Seattle Mariner. I'm going to put that on the poll. If you wear a baseball hat at your wedding, are you a redneck? That's how you want me to phrase it. In the ceremony. It has to be in the ceremony because lots of people do the thing where they'll put one on later in the night. Yeah, that doesn't count. It only matters if you wore it at the ceremony. I'm like, you're going to have to go back through the pictures, Jay, and look and see how many weddings it was. At least three I can think of. So I'm going to say, if you wear a baseball hat when you get married. Yeah. Because it's when, because it's on the ceremony. Hopefully, yep. Yeah. Are you a redneck? Okay. I think it checks out. All right. There we go. That's uh, going to be up on our Twitter poll in three seconds. Two and one. There you go. Um, right. What do you have for us, friend? Uh, Garth. Garth and his tattoos. Garth has tattoos? Yeah. Oh. Did you know that? I, did I, I not, don't think I, I knew did that. I did not know no. this. I didn't know that. I remember a story earlier this year where his daughter, Allie. That is one of his daughters. She's the one who sings country music and has a ton of tattoos. She has a lot of tattoos. Mm-hmm. And she tried to convince her dad to get tattoos. Okay. And he had made a deal with her years ago that he would, when he turned 60 or whatever, get tattoos. Really? The time has come. So Garth had to pay up on it this year. So he, oh yeah, because he's sixty. He's almost sixty-one. He's yeah. And so Garth got tattoos. Really? And not only did he get one, he now has five names on his body. Okay. Five different tattoos for the women in his life. Okay. So he three has daughters. His daughters. Obviously, all three of them on his back. Obviously, Miss Yearwood. Because he said. He's got my, their back, so they've got his? Come on, please tell me he said that. He said, my daughters always have my back. There it is. Always oh, have my back. So they're on my back. His mom is of on course. his shoulder. Okay. Which he said is a full sleeve. I'm not sure that's true. I don't know if that was... It was in print, so I don't know if it was a Garth joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. I or see if it, it yeah. was, it doesn't he really sound like, has a full sleeve. Oh. Of his mom... Like a, always her face by his side. Oh, God. He's so good at this. And guess where Miss Yearwood is? I, I'm going to say left chest. It's got to be heart, right? Left chest. <laughs> okay. She's always in my heart. Come on, man. So Garth <laughs> has the five women in his life I tattoos on his body. Oh, he said, so I, great. I held off for a long time getting these tattoos, but he absolutely loves them. Where does he have Slim's name when he accidentally played the wrong Garth song? In his crack. <laughs> by his crack. I meant, did I say in it? Which Garth has not Jay and Kevin show 
Jay Daniels. I woke up in this studio like two weeks ago. <laughs> well, yeah, but in a sleeping bag yeah, but on you were, the floor. You were yeah. on time. Yeah. I was on time. Kevin James. It's hard to be late when you sleep in your office. <laughs> it's a good theory, Sean. The Jay and Kevin Show on the Big Ninety Nine Nine. Coyote Country. All right, so we announced yesterday that George Strait's coming to Lumen Field June 17th, 2023, which is a weird-looking date when you see it in writing, by the way. I mean, it's so far in advance that you, you're like, when is it? Oh, okay, June 17th, 2023. By the way, we will have tickets to give away to that next week. Uh, starting on Monday morning, we'll give away tickets to go see George Strait, Chris Stapleton, Little Big Town. It got me thinking. I mean, there was a lot of people who were like super excited because George Strait, we figured, hadn't been here for what do we say, twenty five years? Yeah, or more. It's it's wild. And there's only six concerts for George, and we're fortunate enough to have one in the in the Northwest, which is thank you, George. That's awesome. Yeah, that doesn't well always done. happen, but you know we appreciate that. So I started thinking about that. Who would you like to see? You haven't have you seen George? Yes, when he was here in whatever it was, oh, okay. 96, I think we decided. So you see him there, and he he's great. When I mean, you were like 26 years old, 25. That's not a real one. <laughs> Good Lord, I was. So you probably didn't appreciate Jeez, it very Jay, well. That's weird. I enjoyed him. He was, at that time too, you know, still real, real hot. Legend. He was a, a big, not a legend at that time, just like one of the hot guys in country music, right? right? Fair, yeah. He was the king. On his way to earning his crown. And it was a very enjoyable show because every song he sang was a hit. Oh, of course, yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. But he is not like the best crazy entertainer. No, I, I Just don't. Just kind of stands there and sings, does that George Strait smile. Right. Uh, turns around, make sure you see his Wrangler butt, and it drives you <laughs> nuts. In his starch yeah. jeans, yeah. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like that was kind of his thing. So as a young guy, I do remember thinking, well, he's kind of boring. Sure. But I still really enjoyed the show because the songs were so awesome. Yeah, I get it. I, I could see that. Plus, I just don't know if there was a lot of running around, jumping around type of entertainers. Well, just Garth. Yeah. Yeah. He was pretty much, you know, he and like Chris Ledoux. You know, and but- when you think of a stadium tour, I think you, you think Chesney, you think like that. Wow, big production thing. That's exactly right. I don't exactly know that right. George's show is going to be a big production. Well, nor, nor, nor Chris Stapleton. Right. Stapleton's a weird one. I think I told you this before when he was here at the arena. I was mesmerized by the energy in the building for a performance that is not full of energy. Like Stapleton just plays his guitar, yeah, sings his songs. That can do it. But because of his talent, there, it's weird. It like transforms the entire arena into this ball of energy. It's the weirdest thing. I've never seen a show like that where there's just like a connection with the people somehow. I'll, I will. Eric Church is like that, but Eric also does the exciting stuff, so it, it makes it you know a little different. I'll take Rick's word for it that George Strait was at the Tacoma Dome off the text line. He was at the Tacoma Dome in 2007. I'll believe you. Mm-hmm. Rick knows. Rick is our country music guy. He hasn't been here in Spokane, at least, right. since 96. Well, yeah, in 2007, still a minute ago. And uh, here's how long ago you know, because uh, opening for him was Ronnie Millsap and Taylor Swift. Whoa. I started thinking who else I would like to see that's kind of along the George Strait line that I, I don't think I've ever seen Dolly Parton in concert. I haven't. 
I, I would like to. Like you take Dolly but and then you match her up with somebody who's current, like he did, like you know George did with Chris Stapleton to make a show. Here's the problem with Dolly. I love Dolly Parton. Just I, can't I take her, her singing that long. I don't know that I know enough of her songs <laughs> that I would want to sit through a whole concert. And, and that's not to be disrespectful, no, that, it, whatever. It, well, she has no nowhere near the number of smash hits like George Strait does. She would have to do duets and stuff like that with other singers to make it. I saw one of mine a couple of years ago that were on that were on my bucket list, and I got to you know scratch them off, and it was awesome, Alabama. Oh yeah, that'd be I a good had not one. seen Alabama, and they were at the casino, whatever that was, twenty seventeen, maybe twenty eighteen, and they were just phenomenal. Could Alabama pull off a stadium show if they had help with you know another up and coming, really popular group? So you're asking, could they sell sixty thousand, seventy thousand tickets? Yeah, could I they fill know. Lumen Field if they maybe? had the right support? Stapleton's obviously a huge support for George That Strait. doesn't hurt. No. But Georgia is just at a different level. I, I don't know that you could do it. I don't know that somebody else would be able to fill Lumen Field. Garth, obviously. Garth, but yes. that's he's Garth. It doesn't it's count. It's like it doesn't count. It doesn't count. He's in a different category. Okay, Brooks and Dunn. They're another 90s legend. Can they, can they, they, feel, can they fill the stadium? I don't think so. I mean, if they had, you know, I'm trying to think of somebody that who wouldn't be a headliner that could come onto right. that. I mean, because you can't Stapleton's pick Luke Bryan. I see that's the thing. So that's, that's what you have a dual headliner in this one with Stapleton right. and George for sure. And just yeah. such a great combo. Like if you did Alabama and Jimmy Allen, Alabama and Thomas Rhett. You're gonna fill yeah, it. You'd have to. You'd have to throw like T. Red in. Yeah. So throw a big name in there. Yeah. Let's say you did. Okay. Let's say you did Restless Heart and Morgan Wallen. I think you could fill it. <laughs> that what? Let's say. Okay. This will be good. 